Hey Packers Nation, this is Andrew Ware coming at you with a depressing episode of Packers Fans Only. If you would have told me that was how our season was going to end, I just, I don't know. That was awful. I can take a tough loss that we fought hard in that we left everything out on the field in, and at the end of the day, the other team just comes out on top. Those are tough, but this is even tougher. A game that we, well, our offense and our special teams just didn't show up in at all. A game where Aaron Rodgers didn't show up at all. A game where Aaron Rodgers looked old and cold. He looked like he didn't want to be out there. He didn't have that look of focus, snow coming down at Lambeau, game on the line. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but in Lambeau Field. Last year, I put a lot of the loss on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. I know Kevin King made a horrible decision. I know Aaron Jones fumbled. I know that Alan Lazard was held and the ball got intercepted I get that there are a lot of factors in that game a lot of blame to go around I know Matt LaFleur had questionable decisions at times although I agree with kicking the field goal but that's neither here nor there but when push came to shove with Aaron Rodgers having the NFC championship game at home The defense intercepts Tom Brady twice and gives Aaron Rodgers and the offense the chance to take control of the game. And both of those times, off both of those turnovers, Aaron Rodgers doesn't run the ball one time and goes three and out both times. And then when we finally do get the ball, goal to go. Similarly, we got the ball goal to go in this game. When we get the ball goal to go, the time has has come for Aaron Rodgers to punch the ball in the end zone. He throws the ball three straight times and we kick the field goal. Aaron Rodgers had the chance to win the game against Tampa Bay. He had the chance with six minutes to go and with three minutes to go to win the game against San Francisco and failed to do so. I understand that Matt LaFleur and the special teams share blame in this loss. I get that. But I put a lot of this loss on Aaron Rodgers. He did not show up. The offense was freaking dismal. It was pathetic. It was not there to compete. You look at Jimmy G at the end of the game saying to Robbie Gold, F the Packers. That's the fire that the San Francisco 49ers came out with. That's the belief that they had that they could win this game. Robbie Gold was kicking field goals over the Packers' starting lineup 
before the game. That's how the 49ers came to play in Lambeau Field. They showed up. The offense and the special teams for the Green Bay Packers, they were anywhere else but Lambeau Field. And Aaron Rodgers looked like he was playing, he was a 10-year-old kid playing Madden, throwing the ball to Devontae Adams on every freaking play, forgetting about the rest of the rest of the offense around him. That got him to that point. And you go back to that, that last play where he forces the ball into double coverage, forces the ball into double coverage. What the actual hell was that ball? That was horrible. What was that? I am so angry at that. Tunnel vision to Devontae Adams. Lazard wide open over the middle. Wide open for about 25 yards. And everyone wants to focus on Lazard, which I get that. St. Brown had beaten his man on the side of the field. If he hit St. Brown, it was a touchdown. There was nobody in front of St. Brown. But instead, he forces the ball into double coverage, does his best Brett Favre impersonation, and we were forced to punt the ball. Ball in his hands, chance to win the game. Chance to take the lead in the game. Chance to solidify his legacy and go on to the NFC Championship game. And he fails to do it. I know I've said that I thought that Aaron Rodgers had backed the Packers into a corner that forced them to trade Jordan Love. But go read Tom Silverstein, Pete Dougherty. Go look at Packers News. Look at those articles. There is a lot to be said for trading Aaron Rodgers. And at this point, I can't blame the Packers for trading Aaron Rodgers. Because what I saw out of him on Saturday night was horrible. He shit the bed. Plain and simple. That's what he did. And he didn't look like he wanted to be there. And you know what? Father Time is undefeated. He looked old and cold. He didn't look like a MVP quarterback who was going to take the Packers to the Super Bowl. Mercedes Lewis loses that ball and the entire momentum of the game switches. And I know that some of that is on Matt LaFleur. Well, a lot of it. A lot of blame is on LaFleur for this game. And I'm not... I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But how much of it is LaFleur and his game calling? And how much of it is diva Aaron Rodgers forcing his view of the offense and his view of the game plan? Because I don't think that Matt LaFleur doesn't run the ball at all in that in. That final possession. That is Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that a year ago against Tampa Bay that Matt LaFleur is just saying, you know, we're not going to run the ball anymore on these possessions. We're just going to throw the ball three straight times or six straight times. I refuse to believe that. I think that's Aaron Rodgers. I'm being very, very critical of Aaron Rodgers because he choked. He choked. And... All of the criticism that I, I've kind of defended him against for all these years, I don't see how I can defend him anymore. Because last year, I really d put the blame on him. I know I didn't have a podcast, but I really 
kind of put the blame on him for that game. And like I said, there are, there are always a lot of factors to losing a game. I understand that. But he got what he wanted and had the chances he needed, and he failed to do it. And this year, he got what he wanted, the cold weather. He didn't look like he wanted to be in the cold weather. What advantage does the cold weather give us? Riddle me that. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't play well in the cold at all. And something that I found out was that in the 2007 game, which is very similar, and I hate to bring that up in, in our moment of defeat, but very similar in just horrible quarterback play, that McCarthy was considering at half pulling Brett Favre out of that game because he was playing so bad. In similar fashion, Aaron Rodgers played horrible in the cold and I've got to say, it looks like his age is catching up to him. And so, I think the Packers are probably going to trade him. I can't blame them at this point. I really can't. And I really can't continue to defend Aaron Rodgers anymore. Because what I saw on Saturday, every single criticism of his came true. And this is... And I, I don't want to get too political, but what the actual crap was up with the ESPN article that he had time to sit down and do. You know, maybe he should be focusing on the game and not on that bullshit. On that tripe that he put out. So, a lot of this blame goes on Aaron Rodgers. A lot of the blame, though, also goes on Matt LaFleur and not addressing the special team situation at all during the season. On letting Mo Drayton continue to call the shots. And don't get me wrong. Mar Rogers did not have a bad day out there. He looked okay. But the guy that we had in Detroit looked a lot better than anything we've had on special teams all year. And Amari Rogers gets healthy and is just allowed to walk back on the field. I don't really understand that. And to me, that's LaFleur backing down off of Drayton. And Drayden obviously needs to be fired. Those are inexcusable mistakes to make in a playoff game. Even with as horrible as the offense played, we still would have been in that game. They would have been kicking to tie the game if that field goal doesn't get blocked. And they would have been trying to win the game if that punt doesn't get blocked. A punt, by the way, up the middle on our long snapper. The pressure came up the middle, not from the sides. How often do you actually see that in football? That the pressure, I don't think I've ever seen it. I was talking to my dad and doing our cathartic release of the terrible football game. And I was talking to him and I'm saying, I don't think I've ever seen pressure on a punt up the middle where the punt gets blocked on the long snapper whose only job is to block and somehow they pressured him and got to the got to Bohorquez. I don't I don't think I've ever seen that. That was horrible. Our special teams has been a joke all year. Last in the league and when push came to shove it came home to roost 
and play a huge factor in losing the game for us, along with Aaron Rodgers. So that's two parts of our team that didn't come to play at all. Our offense and our special teams laid down and died. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Now, I'll close out on a high note, and that was our defense. If you would have told me that our defense was going to allow six points in regulation, obviously nine points overall, not allow the offense to find the end zone at all, I would have told you we were going to win that football game. Our defense played lights out. Our defense played at a championship level. Our defense came to play and came to win the football game. Joe Barry had that defense so ready for that game. Rashawn Gary had a career game out there. He had such an amazing game. I'm sad that the last thing we'll ever see from this team, this wonderful team, was that fourth down stop by Rashawn Gary. That's sad because that was a hell of a play. Kenny Clark also had an amazing game. He just was shedding the double team, making impact plays, making huge tackles. He was all over the field. It was such a pleasure to watch him play football on Saturday night. Those two just so much so so many players on the defense had a great great game, but those two just were on another level on Saturday night. Jerry Alexander shut down Debo Samuels as well. And several plays where our rush got to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jair Alexander had blanketed Debo Samuel down the field. And if Garoppolo had forced the ball to Samuel, it was going to either be an incomplete pass or an interception. So shout out to Jair Alexander as well. Well, that's about it. Very depressing podcast. Not a lot of joy in Mudville right now. I know I try to bring out the fun and the good and the excitement of being a Green Bay Packer fan. But Saturday night was an embarrassment. I teared up listening to Aaron Nagler's Packers Daily on the way to work today. Just kind of hit me, the finality of the end of the season. I love this team. I always will. I will always carry the G, no matter what. And when Aaron Rodgers sashays off to wherever he will this year, now maybe he ends up back in Green Bay, but most likely sashays off, I will be pulling 110% for Jordan Love. And I could really care less what Rodgers does. But that was a pathetic showing on Saturday night. And I love the team, but I also will call out the team. And I will also call out Aaron Rodgers. Now, I could speculate on a lot of off-season stuff, but I'm just going to save that for another episode. I'm going to end it here. Not sure what my recording schedule is going to look like from here on out. Honestly, once the Packers lose, I stop watching football. You fan how you want a fan, and I get it. Not everyone is like me, but I just don't care anymore. 
And I know I missed some great games on Sunday. But I just honestly don't care anymore. So I'll watch the Super Bowl because, of course, you have to watch the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. But I don't plan on watching the conference championship games. So, like I said, I'm not really sure what my recording schedule is going to look like from here on out. Maybe if Aaron wins the MVP, I'll come on and talk about that. But who cares about an accolade? Who cares? I could care less if he wins the MVP at this point. It means nothing. We didn't get to the Super Bowl. We didn't win a playoff game. So I know I'm pretty depressing today, but that's how I feel. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it to you guys. I'm going to be real. This is me being real. So please go rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please go review this podcast on Spotify. I will try to record at least once a week. Probably going to take a break in the off season when things kind of die down. I mean, there's a dead time. So we'll just see. But I am going to continue to create Packers content. I'm going to continue to record episodes. I will continue to follow and cover everything to do with the Packers. Right now, there might not be a lot of coverage, though. But when news breaks, you better believe I'm going to hop on and record an episode. And I will be with you through the offseason, to the draft, to training camp, to preseason, to the start of next season. So, I'll still be here. Just don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Follow me on Twitter at capital P-F-O, lowercase N-L-Y, Packers fans only. There I will have all my updates about when I'm recording episodes, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Carry the G, no matter what. I wore my Packers mask to work today. In victory and defeat, we are Green Bay Packers fans. We are fans of the greatest organization of all, in all of football and in all of sports. Thank you so much for listening. Go Pack Go. Have a great week.